Blog Talk Radio. Never thought that I'd fall in love, 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 love But it grew from a simple crush, 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 crush Being without you, girl, now it's all messed up, 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 up When you walked out, said that you had enough, not, nothing to fool Here on Blog Talk Radio, where I'm your host, Merlo. What's up, everybody? Tonight we have a special guest that will be in attendance this evening, an artist by the name of Young Dread, coming to you from the Dirty South, and we'll get more into that in just a moment. Miss Dana, Miss Dana, Miss Dana, sweet lady, how are you this evening? I'm doing great, and yourself? 
I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, sweetness. But um, I do have a bone to pick with you. So it seems as though people are still in text messages now, and people are reposting text messages after somebody created. So is that copyright infringement? Um, probably not. Unless okay, you're... good. So you're not mad that I copied your message and posted it as a text. Okay, great. Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't notice that. <laughs> oh, Lord. She said it looks mighty familiar. I said it should. You made it. Shit. <laughs> oh, girl, let me tell you. So I just want to give a quick shout out to you because you are doing the damn thing with this slam it or jam it Sunday sweetness. I mean, the yes, Twitter, I really the Facebook, the... Go ahead. No, I was just saying, I really enjoyed the show. It's it it really, you know, it's fun. It's becoming more and more fun. At first, it. it felt like work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As mm-hmm. long as you get something out of it. But you be having that Instagram puppet. I'd be like, well, who are these people? they just coming out of the woodworks. You got all different types of marketing companies listening, all different types of labels listening now. You don't damn thing, girl. Shout out. Well, I good. see why you're getting that West Coast Award. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So are you ready to dive into the conversation and talk to the guests of the evening? I know you love to talk. Oh, yes. I'm curious to see you know, more about him. I want to know more about him. Okay. So... Without further ado, we'll go ahead and bring the guest on the line. That way I can stop talking as much. Um, Mr. Young Dredd, are you with us? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How y'all doing? Appreciate the opportunity. How y'all doing? First of all, let me say that. Well, well I'm good. Yeah, okay. I don't know why. Okay, phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> don't get shy now. Don't get shy now. No, that's her. That's her. Yeah. Phenomenal. <laughs> So um, pretty much uh, we're just sitting here talking to you like we're good old friends. It's not no questionnaire session where it's going to be so formal like you're interviewing for a job because you're already in the industry. And actually you're doing quite a few things, and we'll see what you talk about tonight. So we just want you to take a quick moment um, to make sure that you're in a quiet place to make sure that no background and feedback and crying children and people banging on pots and pans, the neighbors shouting and screaming and shit, then your friends banging on the door trying to get some weed and, you know, all those strange things. You know, we want you to give us 45 minutes, if you can. Just mute your phone if you have to and make it do what it do. Um, That goes for the uh, callers as well. So, could you tell us a little bit about you, where you come from? Because you have an extensive bio that I read, and I was quite interested in in the term that was being used as Nietzsche. So let's go all the way back. Tell us a little bit about where you come from. I'm glad you asked. That's a good question. When people ask where I come from, I think, you know, from West Africa. What I mean by that is you can take it all the way back to, you know, historical periods where – when the slave trade, illegal and illegal slave trade, we could call it, um, seventy over seventy percent of the slaves were brought through Charleston, Carolina. A lot of individuals don't know there to the east of Charleston, that auction block, the battery is over thirty islands. Many slaves ran to these islands and continued the culture, things of that nature. Um, you know, through history been titled as Geechee. Yeah. 
the colloquial language you may hear some of the things I say is a gullah, so that's the language. So that's where I come from, you know what I mean? Straight Geechee gullah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. All right. Because I was in, I was like, then what exactly is this? So now what, at what time did you think that music was something that you were going to get into? That's a good question also. I would say around the age of six, uh, piano and Sunday yeah. school, things like that. So, yeah. Okay. All right. So that tells us that you, you grew up in the church setting and you come from Geechee tribe, so to speak, or, you know, that's your, well, actually that's the slur that you call it. Uh, that's a good question. Like, really, I mean, if you were to go on Wikipedia and all that, it says Geechee Gullah and all that. I mean, we we are the Geechee anointed tribe, so, you know, we are Geechee Gullah. We do represent that. You know, it's not a derogatory term, nor is it a term, you know, set by Western civilization standards or not like that. You know, you know what I'm saying? So. Okay. So... What makes your music so different from all of the other artists that are out there? Do you consider yours rap, hip hop? What do you consider your your genre? That's a good question. I mean, the thing is, with my music, I've had a lot of people. I, I, I have songs that break genres. I have songs that definitely go within genres. You know what I mean? So, when you were to put it like just, you know what I mean? A lot of it's mixed in a blender. So. I collab with various artists of different genres, so mm-hmm. I mean I can't really. I mean you could call it you could call it hip hop rap. I got reggae tracks. I got you know reggaeton tracks. You know what I mean? R and B tracks. So what really separates the difference to get back to your question is the fact that I I don't look at it as just uh, music. I look at it as a business, and I take a marketing perspective and incorporate search engine optimization. A lot of things other artists fail to do. So. I can get that major exposure while still being on that indie level, but still be up there with those cats getting that major, you know what I mean? Because when you go on those search engines, whatever it is, being Yahoo, Google, I saturate it, you know what I mean? Including social networks, things of that nature. So we utilize growth hacking and all types of unique mechanisms and tools to, you know, distinguish ourselves from other artists. So that's really what it is. That's the difference right there, the business aspect. Okay. So within your your music, do you have a message overall that you're trying to infiltrate into your listeners, or is it just something that you're feeling or something that you're into and you just want them to be aware of your everyday life, you know, because we, you know, I mean, we have artists that pretty much like the rappers, for example. I mean, you could be considered a rapper, too, and actually I do consider you a rapper, but... You know, every artist has their different message. Are you talking about your life struggles? Are you talking about a positive message trying to do to the, you know, to your influencers? Or who are you trying to influence, put it that way? That makes sense. Really, my message is having a good time. Um, What I say by that, I've always loved the fact how people can get inspired and make music, make them feel a certain way or, they can be feeling a negative vibe and then they hear that one song or how a song can make them think about a memory from 50 years ago. You know what I mean? So as an artist, that's, that's what I, that's my whole thing, you know, having that, looking at it, you know, that perspective really coming back. So to answer the question, that was really 
that'd be the way I do my thing as an artist. Okay. All right. So, break, and we're going to listen to one of your tracks. Uh, the first track, they uh, all come from the same compilation CD that you submitted to it. Um, and we'll talk some more about that, too. Um, this one nice. is called DNF. What exactly is DNF? <laughs> uh, what kind of uh, format is this? Can I, can I, can I use uh, uh, explicit language or what? Absolutely. Absolutely. I just have DNF is a, it's a, <laughs> DNF. DNF stands for. Uh, this is a very unique uh, one of all the ones we pick, but I, I roll with it because it's so wild. Like, and now I'm gonna get into. We can get into this later, but that's the thing about the music industry. Like, it's the ones that are particularly as an artist. We may have whatever, but then the fans and the streets they grow with these other tracks. I'm like, huh, for real? But they the streets chose them. But DNF stands for a drunken fuck. You know what I mean? So DNF is drunken mm. fuck. There's been a lot of individuals that have been in a situation, and uh, that's been the result of their choices throughout the night. So that's what it is. Junk and fog. Yeah. All right. So we're going to take a listen. Mute your phone. Here we go. You don't want no shot. Take a shot. Be straight. You watch her get drunk and fog. Take a shot. Take a shot. Take a shot. Get drunk and fog. Say that we don't play around. 
users to send voice memos and voice messages to their loved ones, family members, businesses, things of that nature. Um, it's a great tool to utilize. And, um, yeah, that's my whole thing to, like I said, alleviate these deaths out on these roads and just make people, you know, an easier way to communicate. I mean, texting is cool, but I'm a, I, I'm not a huge texting fan. I'd rather I get more uh, out of hearing someone's voice, to be honest with you. So. Okay. So, now, you know I work in wireless, you know, the day job. So, you know I'm going to have to ask this question. Please. Do you feel that the app is relevant considering people can do voice dictation with inside the text messaging app? That's a good question. Yeah, it's 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 hit and miss. You know, you're always going to have your consumers that latch on a product. You're going to have someone that is, like, skeptical, may not. Mm-hmm. I think the difference, obviously, with having – uh, speech to talk where you still have to read that takes your eyes off the road opposed to having a church you can just <laughs> whoosh and mm-hmm. listen to it and keep your eyes on the road okay good you know, I got a truck I had a testimonial video I had a okay. testimonial I had a, I had a testimonial video from a trucker recently that I saw on YouTube and it was amazing he was like yeah I love iChirp I can you know what I mean I'd be on the road talking to my family and that's that's why I made it for that kind of stuff people that are doing millions of miles over the course of years and, you know, just to keep them safe so they can get back to their loved ones so they get off those roads. Okay. All right. So we're going to jump into um, uh, the the track I Chirp. Here we go. Yeah. When they already know about sitting around on the head. I Chirp. I Chirp. When they already know about sitting around the head. I Chirp. I I'm 
worldwide. I chirp worldwide. I chirp. One of the late night creeps. Uh oh. I guess we're going to have to go into that one after this one. But um, so we get a little bit of an idea of what the I chirp was all about. What made you decide to get into software development or into creating apps? Because that definitely isn't anything to do with, you know, music. But as you just said, outside of, you know, wanting to have an environment where people can communicate with their loved ones without getting into accidents and things of that nature, but the overall software development piece. So that tells us that music is not your only talent. So tell us a little bit about the computer background or the software piece. Nice, nice. Good question. Um, I was actually able to really push myself as a brand in the industry based on a move I made early on technology-wise. I worked for Dell Computer Corporation, made over mm-hmm. a quarter million dollars before my 21st birthday. So, And I was involved mm-hmm. in like stock purchase program and match stock purchase programs. And I was, you know what I mean? So I saw like cats, they called us the Delionaires. You know what I mean? Like all my partners, we all had cribs on the same cul-de-sac. So I really was able to push my career by not feeling, oh, you know, it's my last 10 bands, oh, my last 15 grand. You know, it didn't stress me to be able to make certain types of investments and, you know, things like that. So I've always Mm -hmm. respected technology. I've seen cats that are, you know, the cats I know that are doing straight, like Michael Dell, that, you know, young cats making millions and billions of dollars. You got to look at it like, hmm, you're doing oil you know, trading, real estate, technology. So I'm mm-hmm. an entrepreneur. So I, I've always had a passion for technology. So it was pretty much a win-win situation. Okay, Dana, you've been mighty quiet. I, I don't like to do too much I've talking. Been, I know, but I've been listening, and it's been very, very, very intriguing. I've been enjoying listening to this conversation. Nice. That means she enjoyed listening to your voice. So I think you may have to sing a song for her real quick. Go. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of that late night creep. Yeah. <laughs> she said, wait till you hear the song, girl. Wait till you hear the song. <laughs> okay. Well, um, let me ask you this. Um, how many people was in your production? Um, now when you, when you, let me actually get some clarification. When you say production, like I know some people, they use that terminology depending on the South and North. You mean like my camp, my movement or actual people, audio engineers, like, could you elaborate again? I mean, as far as like, as far as like putting the album together, how many people put together this album, put it that way? Uh, which album are we talking about? Because I got so many albums up. The one right there, um, about three, I had about... Yeah, yeah, probably about three between audio engineers and producers. Uh, not actually probably about six if you include all the different six or seven producers, audio engineers. Um, you know, I always got a mixed masterologist, I call them. So, yeah, I'm very, like, I've always tried to welcome, you know, upcoming producers and established producers to get on the same page with any about stuff. So, yeah. Okay, and who have you worked with that we might know? Good question. I've worked with that you may know. I would say um, Track Riders. Like Track Riders is well known throughout Atlanta, and they've done like all kinds of nationwide and international projects. So yeah, Track Riders. I've had the honor of working with, as well as um, you know, depending on the type of reggae, I got a couple um, 
uh, tour bands that I've done some projects with that actually let me get on some dub plates and things like that, going with the reggae genre, which you may have heard some of the Geechee Gullah has an influence with that, so it's very easy to kind of connect those two pieces together. Okay. And how about um, performances? Um, have you done any lately, or will you be doing anything soon? Yeah, I got some shows I'm probably going to be putting together lately. Um, I mean, a lot of my stuff, I just get so much residuals right now. Like, I'm one of them artists that have found out non-traditional methods of earning income, so I kind of latch on to those. <laughs> I'll do, you know, some appearances there, here and there, but I can make that residual income sleeping and not have to, like, uh, do, you know, show, show, and, you know. <laughs> so I have a very <laughs> – yeah, so that's how kind of my, my approach. But, um, yeah, I'm going to be pushing this – Pushing some shows to uh, re repush a track that already had a lot of buzz and off natural organic buzz. So I'm like, you know what? Let me put a little bit of muscle behind this track. So with that in mind, I will be doing some various various shows coming soon. So yeah, just got the passport renewed. I've done some overseas stuff. I toured with you guys, Wu Tang Clan, all throughout Canada. Oh. So I'm definitely looking at doing some uh, overseas stuff as well again. So for sure. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I think she's speechless, but I got questions. So where does the name Young Dread come from? I had a partner of mine give me that name. And the funny thing is, really, when it comes to, like, nicknames or street names, how can you pick? You can't pick your own. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, someone has to ordain you with it. You know what I mean? Like, I've never understood. Like, oh, someone, I gave it to myself. Like, what? So, you know, I had an um, old head that was always like, you know, oh, you, you the Young Dread. So, you know, so. That was just how it came out, and I just kind of rolled with it, and it was just, you know, something that uh, people have been calling me for numerous years. So I just rolled with it, kind of branded it, and went with it. Okay. Now, we didn't really talk too much about family life or anything of that nature. We don't get too deep into your business. But how does your family feel about the the music pieces that you have with influence, you know, within the family environment? That's a good question. I'll say this, um, you know, regardless of how they feel or whatever, I don't really care. <laughs> but the thing is, I will respect my mom because she was one of those moms that she wasn't like, oh, stop making that music. She'd be like, okay, you want to go somewhere? I know some people's parents like, oh, I couldn't do that. Or I've been growing my locks since I was, you know, a young kid, like seven, eight years old. You know, some parents are like, oh, you ain't about to put no dreadlocks in your hair. You know, my mom would never like that mm-hmm. type of mom. So, she let me be creative and, you know, draw and be whatever I wanted to do. So I got to, you know, that foundation was there. It wasn't like, nah, don't don't make that. Or, you know, if I did record something, she never was like, that sounds crazy. Like, why would you make that? I never heard that. I was always encouraged to be creative. So, you know, like I said, regardless how they feel now, I'm never going to win with that. So, you know, I don't try to, matter of fact, you know what I mean? They're not my targeted art audience or anything. So it's all good. <laughs> Okay, so now now that we know that you, you do have the music, you do have, you know, the entrepreneurship, where do you see yourself in the next 20 years? I didn't That's say real 10, good question. 20. You're going to be old yeah, then. 20 years. Old as fuck. Monte Carlo. <laughs> Monte Carlo. Oh, are you going to own a racetrack? Nah, Monte Carlo. You don't know Monte Carlo? It's a sovereign nation, <laughs> like where all the billionaires live. I see he doesn't mm-hmm. know my my joking. Okay, all right. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Chevy thing. I know what a Chevy. I know all that. I know Chevys <laughs> and all that. 
I got I got a collection now. Go on my IG. Then my cars. I got my cars paid for. So you know I know I what see. you're talking about. But <laughs> okay. Now, what piece of information would you like to give to the younger people uh, that are trying to venture out into the artistry? What piece of information would you give them? as uh, foundation steps to, a lot of them think that, you know, you just go into the studio, you make a track, you get a one-hit wonder, and that's it, you set for life. They don't understand that you have to continue grind, you have to hustle, you have to promote yourself instead of just looking for other people to promote you. Okay, I'm not going to answer the question for you, but I was just giving you a general thing of what we deal with. Fair enough. So could you tell us <laughs> what piece of information would you give to these people? Uh, I'll tell you the straightforward answer because I'm a straightforward kind of person. First of all, I don't even know if I'd recommend it. What I mean is if someone came in, hey, I want to do this, I'm like, you sure you want to get in this industry? And I say that because it's one of the most seedy, shady, you know, corrupt industries. Granted, you got some people with, you know, no alternative motives, but a lot of people in this industry have alternative motives. And So I wouldn't even know if I'd recommend it. You know what I mean? Like if I cared about mm-hmm. someone enough, I'd be like, you know what, well, you might want to pursue something else. And I'm saying that because I care. Now, if they're gun-ho on saying, regardless, I'm doing this, this is what I want to do, my piece of advice would be learn how to crawl before you walk, walk before you run, you know what I mean, run before you take flight, you know what I mean? You can't just crawl and then take mm-hmm. flight. So that, that you know, having a level of patience and not just being quick to sign a publishing deal and things of that nature, then you got to try to get out of or whatever, you know, sometimes being patient and learning how to crawl before you walk, walk before you run. Like you kind of threw out about the just getting in the studio and coming out with the one hit wonder and being set. Now nah, you got to treat it like a business. And if you treat the music mm-hmm. industry like a hobby, you're going to get hobby money. So if you want to get anything to treat like mm. a hobby, you're going to get hobby money. So depending on how you want to get it, you want to treat it like a hobby, you'll get hobby money. Bottom line. That was a very intellectual answer. Thank you. I went to college. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, um, I want to get into some more of this music. Um, let me see what else we got here. Actually, we'll go ahead and jump into that one since you called Dana out on the one night. Well, I'm sorry, late night creep. So here we go. Yes, on that late night creep, two or three, fun of that late night creep. Late night creep, I'm fun of that late night creep. Chirp, chirp, yes, me, that sexy Jalia. She come true, yes, indeed. Late night creep with the sexy baby. Want me to go so crazy now They look good Time to get you down Late night creep What that girl So sexy Driving me yes well Yes, yes Put your head up Put on me chest And she climb back Whoa Put me back against the wall More leverage More leverage she knows so what's the next, yes, 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 yes. Scratch it up, beat it up, scratch it up, beat it up, yes, yes, yes. Scratch it up, beat it up, scratch it up, beat it up, yes, yes, yes. Scratch it up, beat it up, scratch it up, beat it up, yes, yes, yes. Late night creep, fun of the late night creep. Late night creep, fun of the late night creep. Late 
night creep, part of that late night creep. Late night creep, part of the late night creep. Yeah, two or three in the morning. Yes, you'll be me. She's surely horny. You and me. Stay deep in her eyes. Yes, be hours. Four, five, six. Yes, Smash it up, beat it up, from it that south Got Lakichi Island, yes, we represent that, yes All of time when she put her head up on me chest No stress, a late night creep Yes, you and me No so stress, so lovely Late night creep Smash it up, beat it up, beat it up, smash it up, smash it up, beat it up Flip it up, yes, I smack it up Yes, she says she wants it And she can't get it enough Like it rough, rough and rough More and more and more I'm Under the chair Or lay her up under the floor Say late night creep Yes, yes, a late night creep Late night creep Late night creep Yes, you and me To our maybe a tree And in the morning She's so damn horny She probably gonna off the molly beans, uh. She probably, yes, uh, she a freak, uh. Yeah, late night creep. All right. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, with, yeah. With the late creep. So, now, do you write your own music, or do you have one of those ghost writers? And what, what, how, what, where does this come from? Is this your, your stuff? I'm glad you asked. Actually, I didn't even write that song, and no one else wrote it. It came from oh. the top of the head. Like, a lot of my material is so – I, I just have so much, you know, intrinsic. I don't know what it is, that energy, so I don't even have – like, I feel like writing's too slow sometimes, like, when I have an extended vocabulary and I just got the right beat and I just go. And that I didn't, I didn't punch in on that song. Like, I didn't do the chorus and then have it slid. I just did it straight from the – you know what I mean? From the minute and just record it all and then we'll go back and do my next track. I don't punch in or none of that. I just didn't write it or nothing, you know. It's like how wait, I'm wait, not trying wait, to wait, say wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so you're telling us that you went into the studio and you just pretty much freestyled this. Yeah, actually I got a studio in my house. I did that in my house and I took it up to the lab, got my engineer on it, but sometimes yeah, bumps oh. easily. Yeah, I didn't even yeah, I like I said, like, uh uh-uh. uh. Like, <laughs> I just don't, like, I don't know. I've never been one of them artists to really, and I really don't share because people ask me, like, oh, where'd you come with that concert? I'm like, I didn't even, I was just, 
put took one to the head and put the headphones on and just recorded and especially if it's about something you feel like a relationship or something that's real, you know what I mean, or pending charges or okay. something like very real, it doesn't take that much to just, you know, put it out there. You know what I mean? Hmm. Okay. Hi. Now we have two more tracks that up on the uh one is rich and the other one is fuck. So Wait, what's the first one you playing, sir? The I first said, one what you uh, say the first rich bitch. Uh-huh, okay. And then No, fuck. I didn't write that one either. I didn't write I didn't write either <laughs> one of those cuz actually I wrote this whole album I did in like probably about 11 days. I didn't write any of those. I was dealing with it. Was re- everything was real. Someone talking to God, I was like, okay. Like, everything on this album was just something I was going through at that point in my life. You know what I mean? So, basically, oh. the rich bitch came off of the whole entire, you know, I'm kicking it with the female. You got to be able to bring something to the table. You know what I mean? It's got to be a give and take. Like, if, like, it's got to be a give and take. Oh, you want to do something nice? Are you treating? Like, you know, that's how I'm going to come. So, just like the song says, you know, I'm having someone. She's about to leave a tip on the table, you know what I mean? Something, you know what I mean? Like, we go out to eat, and she's like, oh, she got it, you know what I mean? She's like, nah, sweetheart, put your money up, I got this. That's what I'm talking about, you know what I mean? So let me, okay, it's funny that you would mention that because we were having a conversation maybe a couple of weeks ago at, at work, and we were talking about how when people go out on dates, you know, how does a man feel about letting a woman pay for the the date or whatever the case may be? And then the man, them, they were like, yeah, let the bitch pay. Excuse me. That's just how we talk here. You know, um, and then some of them were just like, no, I would never let a woman pay for my dinner. I just, me personally, if you want to pay, you can pay. That's not a big deal to me. It's just, okay, we out eating. What the fuck? What's the problem? Ain't like we going to the damn ball and shit. You buy my tuxedo and all that other stuff, so. I mean, so you're pretty cool with the woman paying for your meal and whatever the case may be, taking up the tip. Well, first off, I'm not. We don't go on the date till at least the second and third time we're kicking it. The first two times, it's straight up. You can come to the house, we can cook because I got a published cookbook, so it's like you know what I mean. So oh. I feel that you qualify to get some. You know what I mean? A date then by that second. So, I mean, I might take you to uh, American Deli or something like that. I'm being honest. This is mm-hmm. like, see, I'm in Atlanta. We have seven. The ratio is crazy. We got seven females to every one man out here in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? And then. I mean, we, that's a whole other discussion, but a lot of men out here in Atlanta live a different mm-hmm. type of lifestyle. So, really, it's like 20 Understood. straight females to every one straight man out here in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, Understood. once we get to – and, if you you know, so you, it's got to get to that second or third round before we can go out. And at that point, it depends on how I'm feeling. I'm, see, when I go out, I'm going out regardless now. If you come with me, then it's like a – it's just an added, you know, treat. But it's not like I'm going to change my schedule and do this and do that. You know what I mean? This is like, all right, I was going out to eat anyway, so, you know, you can roll. Woody, woody. I don't have no problem with you paying, contributing tip, getting the drinks or something. You know what I mean? But, you know, I don't just, oh, you seem like such a wonderful person. Let me take you out to dinner, sweetheart. None of that. All right, sorry, Danny. You can't go out to dinner with him. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh. Okay. I'm still here for you. You can have oh, cocktails with me and chicken. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, which one of those two tracks would you like to end the show with tonight? 
But uh, before we do that, I do want to give a quick shout out to you. You were the artist that actually submitted a lot of stuff for us to give away. We have some CDs. We have some, um, I call them window decals, plug up on your mirror decals uh, that we definitely want to give away. So if you would want some of this, thank you so much, Young Jerry, for submitting this information. Uh, make sure you email promo at com, and in the subject title, just put Young Dread, and we'll get back to you, get your address and all that stuff, and get you a copy of Also, I wanted to let you know while you were here, we want to thank you for that, because we're having an event, or we're attending an event later on this year, and we will be giving away all of that stuff. We will not walk away bringing anything home. So that's a good way to get your name out there, considering the type of people that we'll be talking to. You may be getting some phone calls or some eye chirps or whatever the case may be, but we definitely thank you for your support, and we definitely promote no and support you. All right. So that's Welcome, likewise. Yeah. No problem, no problem. It's been a minute. I was trying to talk to you like a couple of years ago, and you had your management team. They never got back to you, and I was like, what the fuck? You know, but nevertheless, we're here tonight. <laughs> we're going to get the nice. right deal. Dana. Yeah. Do you have any closing things that you would like to say to the artist? Um, I want to thank him for bringing, bringing us some wonderful music, you know, with new stuff, stuff I've never heard before, and um, very good stuff. I appreciate that, and thank you for being on the show with us. Thanks for having me, and I love, you know, individuals like yourself that have opportunities for people that you know may you may we may have sparked somebody's mind tonight or someone later hears this you know what I mean and it it stimulates them in a thought pattern that they've never been stimulated previously or could have just taken someone away from a time where you know they may have lost a loved one or something like that and they're going through something right now and they just took them away from all that for a while so you know regardless I appreciate I appreciate the the opportunity now speaking of which um we want to thank you for publishing that information you did on your recent tweet. I believe it was yesterday or the day before yesterday about the ASCAP, you know, distribution schedule. And that was something when I saw it, I was just like, now a lot of artists, they don't share information within the industry like that to the general public or to anyone else. They try to just keep it in house. And that tells, I mean, to me, those are just greedy individuals. What made you decide that you wanted to share that piece of information to the artist in general? Because you, you, you're following. Uh, y'all get ready. Get ready. Your direct <laughs> deposit is going to hit. You know what I mean? Like, them to see if the direct deposit going to hit, get ready. Like, you know, so love it. I love, I love, I love this time of the year. I love the 19th. I mean, you know, and really I see what you're saying with the question. I was – I'm not like, mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much money to go around. Like, you don't understand. Like, I, I've seen Atlanta in the area, like, you know, the whole BMF. There have been times where people are getting money and coming together. I'd rather be like, all right, y'all, let's come together and get some money and inspire one another opposed to hating and all this, you know, and trying to, you know, mm-hmm. have, you know, not promote success. It's just frustrating to me. And, I, I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not tolerant of it, man. I do a lot of nonprofit work. I've been doing these cancer oh. people bring non-perishable food items to the shows instead of having concerts and we partner up with women's shelters or other you know places and we provide you know what i mean so we don't mm. i mean it's it's a whole different lifestyle i live so i don't care about 
you know, I'm very well off. I'm good. I've grinded. So I want other artists to, you know, get out there and grind and be able to get money. They should know, like, you know, how to do that. It frustrates me. I see these artists with talent. I'm like, oh, you want BMI ASCAP? They're like, what? BMI ASCAP? I'm like, oh, man, come on. Let's slow it down a little exactly. bit. You know, you know what I mean? So. Sound exchange? What's that? I'm like, come on now. We got to, you know, get get this, you know, you lose leaving money on the table. So, sound exchange? What's mm-hmm. that? I'm like, come on. So, so do you feel that? Do the okay, research. So. That, that'd been my chance to that question earlier. You said, for the hours, what I tell them, do the research. Slow down, do the research. Like, find out all the ways to make your residual and stay on top of it. Like, don't be so quick to just sign a deal and or put something out there and not have all your eyes dotted or your eye, you know, your eyes, whatever, and your T's crossed, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> he said, whatever. So, um, I, I, my next question or one of the final questions, uh, I, and Dana, I believe I can speak for her as well. With our artists, we, we try to scale them towards the digital download error. You know, a lot of people are streaming music, so you definitely want to get your music up on Spotify, <laughs> iTunes, and Pandora, and all those other avenues, so that way your music can be distributed. Um, but then you got the traditional method of, you know, you hand out CDs, and you, you're at the gas station. When people get some gas, you, you like $2 for a sample, a CD, things of that nature. Which method? I mean, you can combine the two or whatever the case may be, or you can send out the actual CD copy. But which method of marketing do you think works best for your business? Good question. It would be the streaming. I mean, you can look at my Spotify. i got songs with million streams. Now, granted, you're getting paid point zero 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 seven mm-hmm. per stream, but you take a million, that's seven bands right off of just a million. And so as a, you know, mm-hmm. an indie artist, you can – start generating those kind of numbers. So I would say, you know, Spotify is, you know, and Tidal, Deezer, overseas has brought in revenue. Like for me, I know a lot of artists are against the streaming. Of course, if you're in a contract, you're getting 20%, the label's getting 80%. When you're dividing point zero 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 seven, you get a million streams, you get a $1,100 check or something. You're like, damn, a million? Because a million would have... Back in the day, equivalent to a lot more, you know, some type of transaction. Right. So, you know, I can I can have that's a whole other conversation when getting into about the digital era and streaming and all that. But um, being able to incorporate search engine optimization with an online platform Uh-oh. has been extremely lucrative to me. So yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that 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 you know what I mean. So I could be sleeping and they're out in Germany streaming me. So I don't have to be at the gas station. <laughs> okay. All right. Dana, did you have any more questions? I still don't know which song. Oh, to choose. No. Say it again. I still don't know which song to choose. So I guess since he didn't choose a song, we'll I'll let pick. you choose I'll pick. a song. I'll pick. Give me the names <laughs> of the song and I'll pick. Fuck you or rich bitch. <laughs> rich bitch. I wonder why. I wonder why. <laughs> All right. So we've come yeah. to the end of the show. <laughs> we definitely want to thank Young Dread for joining us tonight. It's been a minute. We thank you for just being part of the movement. We, again, support you, and we will definitely be giving out your stuff. And don't forget, five people, five people, you will get a copy of the CD, including the music that you heard tonight. Of course, after the show, the show will be available on iTunes as a free podcast.
Uh, we will be coming to Spotify very, very soon. We're excited about that, as along with some other radio uh, providers. Um, we do want to say, damn, my train of thought left. We do want to say that I love you all. And um, Young Dre, do you have any closing remarks or shout-outs real quick? Nope, I don't do all that last-minute dropping because you already know everyone. If you don't know who I am by now, then it is what it is. You can Google me and figure it out. Damn, okay. <laughs> all right, Dana. <laughs> With that one, I would have played Fuck You. <laughs> Go ahead, Dana. Um, I just want to give a shout-out to the Formello team, and that's about it. So come see me okay. Sunday at nine o'clock on Slamming a Jamming. Y'all go see her. Oh, we, I, I want to know how we gonna see. Oh her. yeah, that's the first. Part. Oh, you know, here, <laughs> see, same thing. <laughs> Maybe we're I chirp you. Yeah, I chirp. I chirp. <laughs> Y'all, make sure y'all go to the Google Play Store and download iChirp. It's very interesting. Try it one time or two. Um, but, yes, so definitely want to give a quick shout-out to the entire team for Merlot in their absence and their listening. I know y'all are all listening, okay, as well as the Power Circle. But I have to call names. If I don't, I get in trouble. So we're going to start off with Don Christian, Miss Vanilla Sky, Miss Lord, Lady J, she's at a concert tonight, but she took out the time to still call in. We see you, sweetness. We love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. You are just fucking awesome. She be at every motherfucking show. She be clapping back and some most strange things. But tonight she's at a show at the Howard Theater celebrating the birthday bash or whatever the fuck they called it. I, I don't know what it's called. Whatever. Something. Something. But she's there. But she's here too, so we thank you. We did have a guest that called in up on the switchboard. Uh, we didn't open up the the lines tonight, but if you do want to say something very very quickly, caller number zero four one nine. Press the number one button, and you can speak real quick. You have three seconds. One, two, three. Ah, you missed it. But anyway. Until next time, everybody, do more than dream a dream. Live it. Kick it with rich bitch. Kick it with rich bitch. Made 
bitch me, don't pay shit You know they can get with rich, I bitch Get with rich, bitch me, don't pay shit I'm gonna give you my heart 